everybody we made it uh 2020 was just one of those years you know what 2020 reminded me of it reminded me of my past relationships it really did it was one of those years where it was like this is some complete and utter bull but at the end of the year I actually got stronger and wiser come on in here Marvin Tap. you just better but yeah it was super super crazy it was one of those years where like this can't be life oh but it is but thank you for joining me again i want to say what's up to my day ones to the newbies to the nosy people what's good make sure you subscribe let's get into today's topic we are in the first month of 2021 january is one of those months where everybody is trying to get their life together quick shout out to all the capricorns some of my best friends and my college crew whose birthday is in january shout out to y'all happy birthday but january is one of those months everybody is trying to figure it out trying to get it together we're trying to eliminate things that we did in the past year make sure that we don't bring those into the new year so we have people doing new year's resolutions there's a lot of elimination during the month of january so i know me personally i am taking all of the clothes that i can't fit whichever one if it doesn't fit the style that i'm going for in 2021 it's in a bag now i haven't made it to goodwill yet i have not dropped off my donation bags but they're in the bag okay you gotta start somewhere. Also, people are doing fast. There's a lot of churches that are doing the Daniels fast for 21 days. People are giving up social media. There's a lot of people doing dry January. So this is the time when everybody is trying to get their life together and trying to figure out what they should give up. Now, ladies, if you are wondering if you should give that man up, you've come to the right place because you know your girl got some tips for you. If you're trying to leave your man in 2020 and you just need that extra little nudge to figure it out, I got you. Don't even worry. You are in good hands. Today, I am going to be giving you 10 reasons why you should give him back to the streets. Okay, number 10, the overly sexual dude. If you've only known each other for a short period of time and he keeps insinuating sexual favors, like on your very first date, if he's sitting up there talking about how he's trying to get his Winnie the Pooh on and lick the honeypot clean, you need to leave him alone. That's what they lead with and that's what they're always talking about. They are typically one-hit wonders. Every now and then you'll find a man that advertises his tongue as a weapon of mass destruction that actually is a jack-of-all-trades. But the joke was still on me because while he was giving his good fortune to me, he was also giving it to Tanya, Diane, Lori, and Carla, Marina, Selena, Katrina, Sabrina, about three Kims. And I'm like, so now you a DMXO? That's, that's, that's what we're doing? So you're just gonna put me in the rotation like a DMX song? Okay, cool, 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 cool. So ladies, the moral of the story is community peeing only leads you to a broken heart and it throws off your pH balance. So you need to leave it alone, period. Number nine is wondering eyes. When you're out on a date with your man, you need to pay attention to what he's paying attention to. Now, obviously, if he's looking at you and every other chick that walks past, you need to get rid of him expeditiously, but you also need to pay attention to the way that he pays attention to you. He needs to look you in your eyes when you're speaking to him. If he's looking at your breasts or if he's looking at your mouth like he wanna put something in it, get rid of this man. Men who constantly focus on your body parts instead of your brain are only after one thing. Once he gets that thing, he's going to skedaddle. He's going to take a piece of your self-respect with him. So if your man has wandering eyes, the street lights just came on and it's past his curfew, drop him back off at the streets, ladies, because they're definitely expecting him. All right, number eight. 
There are several men who believe in traditional gender roles. They want the woman to cook and clean all while being barefoot and pregnant. And they also want her to keep it tight and desirable and be ready and willing to smash him whenever he wants. This is cool for some women, but for others it's not. So it's very important for you to talk about the things that you want in life at the very beginning before you start catching feelings. And if you're noticing that there's a conflict in what you guys want, then you might wanna take a step back. So for me, I absolutely have no problem with cleaning. I'm lightweight OCD. I actually enjoy keeping things tidy. It's very therapeutic to me, so I don't mind doing that at all I actually prefer it like don't don't you touch anything I'll just I'll clean it up it's fine because I have a system don't touch it I got you I don't mind cooking either but here's the problem I don't cook pork and I'm allergic to seafood so I can't cook that or I will die and I don't want to be one of them chicks that's always just cooking chicken and tacos I don't want to be that type of wife so I think it would be best for hubby and I to just invest in a chef everybody wins but I tell you one thing if he wants me up in that kitchen that's where I'm going to be. Because if Bay is head of the household and he comes home and he says he's hungry, what I'm going to do? Say no? I don't feel like cooking? No, I'm going to be right in that kitchen making his favorite meal because I have no problem with being a submissive wife as long as you know how to lead. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later. But before we do that, let's get into children. You already know me. I don't get along well with small children. It's just not my ministry. I've tried. I really do. And it's not that I don't love them. Like I have the world's greatest nephew and I absolutely love him. He turns me into putty every time I see him. But when we're alone, it's a different story. Like somebody has to watch me watching him I remember one time they went to the store around the corner they went to the store and left me with the baby when they got back we were both crying I'm telling you what I know okay me and the small children thing it just doesn't work for me I'd rather carry a Birkin bag than a diaper bag but I am the exception not the rule many women want children and you have to talk about that in the beginning how many children do you want when do you want to start trying all of these different things are very important that you have to have those conversations in the beginning of the relationship because if y'all are not on the same page about family, things can go left real quick. You need to figure out how he wants stuff and you need to figure out what you will and will not do so that y'all can be on the same page and not have any attitudes or any discrepancies years later. Sometimes you might meet somebody and they might be perfect in all areas and this might be the one thing that you guys disagree on. And if that happens, then you have to sit down and have a real conversation and decide whether or not you're going to compromise or you're going to kick, push, and coast into different directions. All right, number seven is friends and family. I have a great relationship with my parents. My mom actually listens to my podcast and at first it was kind of embarrassing, but then I thought like she read my book. There's not too much more that I could surprise her with. So my mom is very, very cool and understanding, but everyone else is not that lucky. I've met several men who hate their mom, like hate their mom and they've never met their father. And that can take a very huge toll on the way that they view relationships. So it's very important to ask a man how he feels about his mother don't just ask him if he loves his mother because most men will lie or it's one of those reflexes where it's like do you love your mom yeah I love my mama but 
if you ask them how they feel about their mom, they might get a little bit more talkative and tell you what the real deal is. And we also need to know what type of relationship he had with his dad. If he's never met his father, you need to figure out what type of father figures he did have in his life. Because we need to know who taught him how to be a man. If the person who taught him how to be a man spent most of his time down in the valley where the girls get naked, you might have a problem. Yep, you, there might be a little bit of discrepancies in what you want in life and what he wants in life. So these are important things that you need to ask and figure out very early on. And let's go back to moms real quick. I have dated a mama's boy in the past and the most annoying part about it was that he would go to her about our relationships. Now, mama was not married and I really should not be talking about people who are not married that are given relationship advice because uh hello <laughs> that's me but the thing is she didn't learn from her mistakes okay I've learned from mine and I am spitting all the game and knowledge that I've gained from all of these terrible relationships that I've been in mom was bitter so every time he had something to say she would be all in his ear making him think that things were my fault and I'm like mom you can't keep a man so don't try to keep mine him and I were doing fine until you came into the picture so dig deep there are so many generational curses that have been passed down whether it's finances relationships a lot of people don't have mental stability and it's come down from their family so we have to dig deep okay we have to figure out what's going on with the family and see if we're going to mesh well in addition to family we need to analyze his friendships as well what type of people does he hang out with? Who influences his decisions? If he has an issue, who does he run to? Does that person have sense or are they a fool? Because if you hang around nine fools, sooner or later you'll be the 10th. And ladies, I have to say this, it might not be for you, but it definitely is for me. I have to make sure that I haven't messed with any of your friends. I know, I know, shame on me. It's so horrible, but there were a few years that were shaky. There were a few years in my life that were very, very shaky, very, very dark, okay? So I need to see who your homeboys are so we won't have to have that, baby, we need to talk, talk, okay? Baby, we need to talk. I don't, I don't wanna have to ever say that to my boo, so I need to figure out who you are hanging out with and vice versa because that's happened to me also. I've dated this guy and I was so into him and then I figured out that he had smashed one of my homies and I was like, no. I liked you. You smashed the homies. So that changed everything for me. So get to know the family and the friends before you decide to commit. All right, number six, past relationships. This subject is a little tricky because I talk about past relationships all the time, but I'm not coming from a bitter place. Now, y'all will catch me sometimes when I smack my teeth because I'm like, I don't believe I had to go through that, but I am truly on a path of growth and learning all the lessons that I should have known back then from my past relationships. So when I talk about things that happened to me in the past, I'm talking about it offering advice and trying to figure out what I can do differently going forward. But if somebody is always talking about their past relationships and they're blaming the other person, you have to see it as a red flag and don't be like me and assume it's a red carpet. You need to actually look at it and analyze and say, okay, what's going on? Why aren't you acknowledging any of your contribution to the failure of the relationship? You're not going to take responsibility for anything. 
that's a little scary. You need to look at that a little bit closely and figure out what's going on. And you also want to analyze how many times they talk about their ex. So so in my book, Situationship number 21, he always talked about his ex, but he was downplaying her, making it seem like I was better than her. He was like, yeah, you know, she, she wasn't as thoughtful as you are. She wasn't as grateful as you are. Like, so glad that I met you. Like, you're nothing like her, blah, blah, blah. And then a couple of weeks later, he was sipping pina coladas and getting caught in the rain with the ex that he was talking about. She obviously wasn't that bad because this boo is on a vacation and I'm sitting here stalking y'all's photos. And then you blocked me because I accidentally double tapped. I told y'all I'm not good at that. So yeah, if they are always talking about their ex and if they're always downplaying the ex, you need to skedaddle because it won't end well for you. Trust me, I know. All right, number five, we are halfway through and you know it's only right that I talk about 50-50 dudes for number five. I'm not going to spend too much time on this, number one, because I've already spoken about it in the past and this probably won't be the last time I talk about it because as you already know, I refuse to pay half of everything for a man that's going to act a whole fool. I'm not doing it. Anytime people start talking about money, y'all get a little tense it's one of those situations that cause a lot of controversy but just hear me out the reason why I sit so firmly on not dating a 50-50 man is because that's all I've dated in the past I've always dated broke dudes and it always ticked me off that I had to downplay stuff that I wanted to do because you know men have egos and if you out here cashing out they gonna feel a little bit hurt if they can't do the same things so it's one of those things where I refuse to downgrade my life anymore just to be with somebody or just to you know stroke somebody's ego I'm not doing that anymore women date somebody that can afford you and not to be because I I can already hear y'all saying I afford I'm priceless there ain't no price tag on me this this and any other okay sis I get you. I, I, I hear you. I hear everything that you're saying. But if I'm dating someone, I want them to be either on the same level as me or upgrade me. I don't want to have to stop doing the things that I like to do because you can't afford it. I'm not doing that anymore. Before the pandemic, I used to take myself on a lot of dates. I would go to concerts. I would buy myself dinner. I would go to basketball games. And I wouldn't do, like, cheap stuff. So when I went to the Beyonce concert, I had four seats. Every time I go to a basketball game, I'm either in a suite or I'm in the Delta 360 club. So it's one of those things. If I'm used to going out and doing certain things at a certain level, when I get with you, I'm not about to, no. When I get with you, I'm not about to be sitting in the nosebleeds. I'm just not going to do it. It's all about being equally yoked, right? Because if you believe in financial freedom and investing and he spends all his money on lottery tickets and fofo fo from Wendy's, you need to save yourself the trouble and skip to your loo and find a man who has a coin or two because we're not doing that. Mm-mm. All our life, we had to fight. All 2020, we had to fight. We not fighting no more. No. Who, who's about to sit up here and eat off the appetizer menu only with you? No, no, no. Because as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord while eating lamb chops and drinking fine wine. Nobody's about to sit up here and do this with you. Want me to be submissive and you got me out here eating off the kids menu? Absolutely not. Guess who's not? Me. You know that stare down when the check comes, everybody looking at it? I've had dudes do that to me where I ended up having to pay. I will not struggle any longer. 
No, no, no. Yeah, if you got a 50-50 dude on your hand, box that man up and ship him back to the streets. Go ahead and pay the overnight fee. I guarantee you it will cost you less than all the meals and all the dates you would have to pay for if you continue with him in the future. Okay, number four, purposeless men. So this is something that I had to learn the hard way. And I realized that at the core of all of my relationships, this is why most of them weren't working because I didn't know my purpose. I didn't know what I wanted to be. So I was always looking for my man to provide the purpose for me. And it never worked because nobody can provide your purpose for you but God. So if a man doesn't have his purpose, if he doesn't know it, he's a dangerous man and you need to stay away from him. Because if he doesn't even know what, he wants to do with his own life how would he know what role you're supposed to play in it so let's go back to the male ego it's a very powerful thing and if he's struggling if he's having this internal and spiritual struggle with knowing what he's supposed to be and what his purpose is in life he's not going to be able to have time for you and let's go a little bit back further like let's jump in the bible real quick god gave adam the task of naming animals so it, it's always been a man's job to label things that was part of what he had to do that was one of his first jobs name these animals label things so he's supposed to label things it's in his dna to be able to say this goes there this goes that i want this here this and this and that and the other so if he's not giving you a title ladies listen clearly it doesn't mean that he doesn't know so when men say oh let's just see where it goes they're playing with you you have a title he just doesn't want you to know what it is he has placed you in the miscellaneous pal until something else better comes along. So at this point, you need to collect your pride and exit stage left. And this is not just one-sided, ladies. Like I said before, I didn't know my purpose, so I had no business dating. And if you are struggling in that area, then you should probably take a little break from dating as well because it's not fair. It's not fair to you. It's not fair to your partner. Everybody loses when you don't know what you're supposed to be doing because you're just out here living this aimless life and that's no fun. So let's get ourselves together and let's date men who have themselves together, okay? And that leads us into number three, which is wholeness, which is a cuss word for a lot of us. There's this meme floating around social media. It says, be his peace. And then that is crossed out and it says, nah, you better come whole. And I felt that, I felt that in my spirit because brokenness is one of the major reasons for broken relationships. So if you're not whole, you shouldn't be dating because it has a trickle down effect. I took a whole year off of dating. And it kind of worked out that we were in a pandemic and made it a lot easier. But even if we weren't, I was going to do it anyway, because I felt like I was going through the same thing all the time. After one after another, all my dating relationships were the exact same. If I wouldn't have took the time to get myself together, I would have continued to leave this trail of lifeless body bags behind me because my insecurities would have rubbed off on them it would have messed up my next relationship it would have messed up their next relationships because all of my toxicity would have been laying on them and just the residue of all that it's just a whole thing so make sure you're whole before you out here dating that whole you complete me line by jerry Maguire. uh it was cute I'm not gonna lie, it was cute. He had a little bit of game, but you complete me quickly turns into you being completely unstable if the wholeness box is left unchecked. 
So take some time to get whole before you start dating. Spend some time with God. Talk to a therapist. Complete my 30-day devotional. Shameless plug. Uh, write a list of everything that you learned from your past relationships. Unpack childhood trauma. Do everything you need to do. It's so worth it. Number two, lack of communication. All right, so let's get real. Communicating doesn't mean just talking his ear off. It actually means listen. And when you listen, it's going to be a very, very intentional thing because you have to listen to what he's saying and you also have to listen to what he's not saying. Make sure you're compatible. Be honest with him and ask specific questions and force him to be honest with you. Know what you want, know what you expect, know what you won't tolerate, like have your deal breakers on deck. But you also need to ask these questions and kind of find out the answers to these questions with a little bit of finesse. Don't just go in with a legal pad or pull out the notes section of your iPhone and just start drilling him with these questions. You have to finesse it a little bit, but you also have to get uh, the answers. Another thing is make sure his answers match his actions because there's a lot of dudes like while we're finessing them, trying to ask them these questions on the slick, they have mastered the art of communication, the art of manipulation, and they will tell you what you want to hear and it's another thing too ladies like listen don't talk too much don't give them your whole playbook because they're good at regurgitating things that you just said like if you say oh yeah i just like a man who's just really really good to me who sends me good morning beautiful texts and who tells me he's thinking about me all throughout the day and he buys me little nice stuff and he likes all my pictures on instagram and just you know whatever foolishness he's going to do all of that stuff for however many days it takes to unzip your pants, to slide your panties down your legs and slide them legs over his shoulders. So make sure you keep your guard up and just make sure that everything that he's saying and he's doing is aligned, okay? Don't be fooled. And number one, if he is not actively seeking God, you need to run swiftly. Run, Forrest, run, okay? If he's not submitting to God, you shouldn't be submitting to him, period. If he doesn't know who to go to to order his steps, how can he lead you? We talked about gender roles a little bit ago, and there's a lot of guys that want a submissive woman. I have absolutely no problem being submissive, but I need to know that you know how to lead. And if you do not know how to follow the leader, how am I supposed to follow you? It just doesn't make sense to me. I wish that I was smart enough to pray about some of the relationships that, well, all of them, not some, because I wouldn't have been in this situation. I can't tell y'all how much relationship weight I've gained over the past few years, and I wasn't even in a real relationship. How you gaining LBs over a situationship? This is not even a real relationship, sis. Why you, what you eating for? This is not even your man. I just think that it's very important that you should allow God to lead your man so that he can lead you because I just really feel like you would glow different if God is in your base ear telling him how to find your light. Yes, I'm here for that. Before I leave, I want to check in on y'all because I know some of your men might have fell into one or several of these categories. Please don't feel bad. It is okay. Y'all know I've been through it all. I only talk about the stuff that I've been through. So please know that there is no judgment here. I just wish that I would have listened. There's one more thing that I have to do. And it's so horrible because I'm about to add insult to injury. I just pulled you in and said, it's okay. And now I'm about to gut punch you. But it's fine because 
I had to do this to myself too. It's on my heart right now for me to say, if you have a collection of assorted basketball shorts in your drawer, it's time for you to get rid of them. I don't know where that came from, but I just, I feel the need. I feel like somebody's listening and somebody lives the same life as I do and you need to hear this. So there's a couple of reasons why you need to get rid of that. Number one, when you get rid of a dude, you also need to get rid of his personal belongings because you don't need anything reminding you of him that could possibly make you go back to him. You also don't need to leave room for unnecessary meetups. It all starts with him being like, shoddy, let me come over and get my chain real quick. And you be like, no, I just, I can ship it to you. He's like, nah, let me just come get it. Like, you ain't got to do all that. And you say, okay. And then the next thing you know, you're bent over your sink and he's spanking you with your spatula. Now you got to get new kitchen utensils because you think about him every time you make pancakes. Don't ask me how I know. I just be knowing, Okay. And the second reason why we need to get rid of the dude's belongings because many of us try to act like dudes drop off of our body count every seven years like bad debt, but I'm sorry, they don't. And a lot of us still lie about our body count. We just do. I mean, I can't lie about mine. It's in a full book. But some of us still like the use that, oh, I've only been with three people, but you can't say that when you got 12 pair of basketball shorts in your bottom drawer. You just can't. So as always, you can take my advice or you can throw it in the trash, but don't come running to me when he checks your whole facts and asks about the other nine miscellaneous eggplants that you failed to mention. All right? All right, ladies, let me get out of here because I am on one today. I don't know what is happening. This new year got me feeling frisky, okay? But as always, I enjoyed you. I hope that you've enjoyed me. Make sure you stop by my social media page. It is at underscore IMKMonet. Drop a comment. Let me know what you liked about this podcast episode. Also, send me some DMs. Let me know what else you want me to talk about. So again, happy new year. Let's make 2021 count. And I'll see you next time. Bye.